good Saturday morning everyone thank you so much for tuning in thank you for listening to the sound of my voice my name is Rachel and we are in pleasantness how is your day so far hanging in there huh enjoying the weather wonderful I just came back from South Carolina first time there it is beautiful however going there this time of the year was not a good idea it's so hot and so humid I I don't know how people survive (laughs) in that kind of weather day in day out Um, we were sticky all the time and we had to cut our vacation short it was just too much all right I promised uh, for several weeks now to dive into life of a Christian um, so let's talk about this today uh, let's remove all the mystery and confusion that's out there about what's like to be a Christian I think I the the world the way they see Christianity from outside um, they see bunch of hypocrites they see a uh, bunch of yeah I would use the word hypocrites for most part because uh, it's just the way Christian we ourselves how we present ourselves in the world uh, we seem to be more critical we seem to be um, choosing and picking what we approve and what we don't approve we seem to even condemn people who are not Christians and so the perception is a bit off um, and I don't believe that's how the Lord uh, wanted us to pro- portray ourselves and him in the world I think for the most part uh, due to uh, due to the fallenness of our body our flesh we have failed to truly be that light that Jesus have already lit in our hearts so we can bring that light into the dark world um, maybe the way we express ourselves maybe the way we convey the message maybe the way we present ourselves truly have let down uh, this whole Christianity into the unbelieving world uh, with that said it does not mean uh, we are wrong it does not mean that we are condemning anybody it does not mean that we don't own our mistakes we do we own our mistakes and yes we are right (laughs) because everything we do 
it's based on the word of God, unless somebody who is not a true Christian and pretend to be Christian uh, try to just stain it. But a genuine Christian, whatever they do, things they approve and things they don't approve, um, even if they fail themselves in their own lives, they truly genuine offer it from the perspective of the word of God. Um, we need to remember when you become a Christian, you actually signing up for a war, a holy war, a spiritual war. There is a really spiritual world out there that is waging war against each other. And it is between the kingdom of light, which is from God, versus the kingdom of darkness, which is of Satan. Now Satan want to take as many people as he, he can with him to hell. That's the only goal there. While God wants to rescue as many people as he can from the hand of the devil. Um, and this war, war did not start today. It's been around from the very beginning in the book of Genesis chapter 3. That's where it started. And it has been like that. And it will continue to be like that to the end when Christ come and, you know, redeem his people and this whole world. Um, in the book of Corinth, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I meant, um, I meant in the book of Romans. It's a Roman, Romans 8, verse 22, um, tell us that we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until the present time not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit grown inwardly as we wait eagerly for adoption of sons, the, redemption, the, the, redemptions, the redemption of our bodies. So the whole world is groaning, groaning with the pain of a childbirth this world want to be redeemed from the curse, from sin that befell the, it uh, from the very beginning. And not only that, but also we who are believer, believers are also groaning. We want to be resurrected from this body. Inside of us, we are complete. Inside of us, we are perfect. Inside of us, God has made us sinless. We have no sin. We are holy. Each and every single person who is a genuine Christian who believe in Christ have received that righteousness of Jesus Christ. And God's wrath is no longer on any of us who believe in Jesus. This is why when a, a Christian become, when a person become believer in Christ, the fundamental changes start to happening in that individual life. Um, outwardly, they look the same. They get old, 
the same way as every other person get old, they get sick the same way as every other person gets sick. They struggle with uh, temptation the same way as every other person. However, inside the difference between the regenerated person and unregenerated person is the one who is regenerated, there's changes that is going on inside that person. Fundamental change. There are things that he that person used to like, uh, they become detestful from that individual. Uh, I can attest in my own testimony, there's so many things when I look back, I don't even know how I drop them, but they, they are not there anymore. I, I have no taste, I have no desire. I don't want to go back there. They are dirty. They are um, useless. They didn't profit me anything. Sometimes I hate the fact I even engaged in um, those activities. Um, that's what happened to a person who is changed inside out. That changes is inside and then it's going to manifest outside. What happened outside is when you see those things, when you see sin, you will despise it. You will hate sin. When you see people who are sinning, um, you will have a detest of not people, but the sin that is behind them, that bondage, that you know they're in chain and they are helpless. There's nothing they can do other than surrender their lives to Christ. Um, I, I bump into a, a clip by, uh, by, from CNN. Uh, I believe it's, it's a morning show. Uh, this guy, Jeff Tubin just came back from his six months or more of absence because of what happened on a zoom call. And this is the man who probably have been res- respected by many with for his opinion that he expressed through writing and even on TV all the time politics and people listen what just does Jeff have to say and then something happened last October he was on a zoom call apparently he he was <laughs> masturbating in a zoom call um, and when everybody left for a break, he thought he turned off his TV and, I mean, his computer, and for whatever reason, the computer was still on. And the world saw that, what he was doing behind the scene. Here is a person in, a, in an office setting, meeting, but on the Zoom, and he had other, other business going on thinking nobody is watching just that idea now a christian a person who know god will know that even if nobody is around this one person still see him or her and that is god the fear of god in the heart of a regenerated person will prevent that person to do something stupid like that um now so 
what I saw here is just what sin can take a person to, like to a, person, to a place where they cannot even think. Here is a brilliant mind, at least considered by many, um, because you know he's hired to give opinion. He's pay. He's being paid millions, probably hundreds of the thousands, for his opinions on TV. Um, there he is, completely lost his mind. Uh, completely cannot think. When it comes to sin, there's no fear of God. Even just the idea of of knowing that God is presence everywhere and he sees even though other people cannot see he sees it and it's he know it's not okay to do that anyway so he came on tv they reinstate his his uh, his uh, his role at cnn they didn't fire him but his other job they did fire him um so on cnn here is the man who looked so big before the incident he came back and he was he had to face the music if he, he want his job it was either he have to quit so he doesn't have to face it or he have to come back and face the reality on national tv a woman i believe her name is allison had to confront him not confront but I, i'm sure she was ordered by her boss and you can see she was not comfortable even going there um but you know they apparently set it up for him to come out and you know see uh face his 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 mistake on tv and apologize actually so he so she opened up and read out a script that was written the incident that led to him being uh uh you know dismissed from work for a period of a time and the money was there jeff was sitting there listening what allison was reading and so allison wanted to see what the heck he was thinking to do that and like what is the what drive a person to that place um of course the world gonna give you excuses the way the world know um but for me as a Christian, I know it's, it's sin. That's what <laughs> drove him to that place. Um, so you saw this big man become so small. He shrunk to a place of nothing. You see a person who is humbled, humbled by those mistakes. Um, and I felt bad for him. I mean, if I was Alison and, and I was like Alison, she was born again. That's the perfect place to witness because this this is a broken person, and you can see he's desperate in need of Christ, but he doesn't know if he need Christ. So he's looking all over. Now he's telling us that oh, he's been searching his soul. He's been you know trying to be a better person. Trying. There's nothing in him that can make him be a better person. There's nothing out external that's going to make him a better person. The only person who can really change Jeff is Jesus Christ. And it has to start from inside of him. That's when he will be able to express that even outside. 
So he expressed himself that he was, you know, involved in food bank, like volunteer on food bank, and he was so miserable for the past eight months. And he he was so writing a book. Like, what is he going to write a book? Who want to read that book? I don't want to read that book. Until he become born again, that's when I'm going to know that he he's truly genuine, repented, and he will not do that stuff again. And not only that, it's all other things. Bashing other people he doesn't like with his opinions. Um, this is the man who's just talked trash about his opponent, about people he disagree with. And there he was humbled. Humbled. And he had to face the world. Now imagine a person just facing the world shrink like that. What will be like facing God Almighty? What will be like? Have you thought about that? It will be terrifying thing to fall in the hands of God. That's why Christian are here to warn people, to tell people. It's not like we don't understand. We have been there. We have done all kind of grievous thing. And a man, any man, any person, if left alone without God, there is no boundaries of sin. You can go as low as the lowest pit, as long as there is no end of that lowest pit, you can get there. You, as a man, one person without God. At the same time, that one person with God, that one person with Jesus can go as high as the sky, as high as God allow. Like, there is no end either. The upward call of a person who is generated by God, the person who is transformed. So the choice, really, you have to just humble yourself. Do you want to keep going downward spiral or you want to turn things around and start going the upward call? You know, if I have to choose, I would choose to go up. And the only way to go up is through the person who went up, that is Jesus Christ. And the only way to go down is through a person who went down, that is the devil. So you really have to cry to God and ask for forgiveness. Now, once you become a follower of Jesus, once you surrender your life to him, once you let him now be the Lord of your life, be your savior, you have, as I said earlier, you have signed up for a war. The kingdom of darkness will not go, let you go in silence, will not let you go without a fight. Because you was Satan, like you was in, in, in the kingdom of, of the devil, um, you know, since you were born, you were born with sin automatically. So from the beginning of you coming in on earth, the devil owned you and he couldn't wait for you to start talking and walking so he can start using you. Um, and it continued that way until the day you surrender your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that day when it come, 
it's it's a fight. He will want you back. The good news is once you are in Christ Jesus, no one can take you away from his hand. Praise God. Thank God for that assurance. He will not let you go either. And Satan, we know, doesn't have much power than God. So God, at the end of the day, he is in charge. The devil is really, if you think about it, the devil himself works for God. He's an employee. So what do you need? What, what do you do when you, be, when you come? You have to start training in righteousness. You start, now you, it's like, it's like a baby. You become a baby all over again. And you start learning things of God. And God has given us the means to learn that. He has given us the Bible, his word, that we need to long for it. Like, like, like the baby long for milk. Uh, we need to, to dwell in his word. Um, we need to lead and to read it. We need to meditate on it. We need to speak it. And we need to live it. What he tells us to do, we need to do it. Okay. And then that's, that's where we will be able to fight every attack from the kingdom of darkness. Remember, we still have this flesh that is not redeemed yet. Um, and because of that, the devil have access to that flesh to tempt you, whatever he want to do. And you have to stand firm in the word of God and fight him. And that's how you grow. You build your muscles, the faith muscle. That's how you, 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 you learn to trust God more and more. Uh, that's how you, you learn to depend on him even more. And that's how you, you learn to, um, to even uh, fight to stand your ground in, in the victory, what Jesus has already given to you. Um, and it's going to be until when your body is transformed, which is the day when Jesus come, that's when all this is going to end. And that's why I read that, 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 that uh, verse in the, the book of Romans 8, we are groaning. We are groaning because this flesh, we inside of us, we are perfect. And it's, it's even hard to even say it, that I am perfect. I am, <laughs> at least in the eyes of God. And if God see me perfect, obvious I am perfect. I am holy. Wow, how wonderful is that? I am holy. You might not see me a holy person when I lose my temper. Uh, but I am holy. I am righteous. But these did not come from me doing. It didn't come from my own works, okay? It came as a gift of God through Christ, through Christ alone. So now how you see the value of Jesus. You see the need of Jesus. You cannot escape. Each and every single one of us need Christ. Even Jeff, he's trying to be a better person. He can try all he wants. But you know what? He may not masturbate on Zoom call again by willpower, by trying as a human being. But he will do other things. He will do other things that are considered as grievous as that what he did. Um, so it, it's until you are regenerated inside of you, then God will be able to help you live a life that is pleasing to him. 
he will put the fear of him in, in your heart and you'll be able to discern good from evil. It will not matter whether you're in with people or away from people, whether you're alone or with the group of people. You will know you will never be alone. You, you will have that fear of God inside of you that he will prevent from you from doing a lot of crazy things that the world cannot help themselves. Um, so that's, that's what a Christian life is. So why we are seeing as hypocrite in the, in the world, in the, in the eyes of the world, is because we are still struggling with sin outside of us. We're trying, and it's not that like we are trying, the, the Lord is working in us. He is already working in us, the Holy Spirit, to direct us the path that we should take. And most of us, the genuine Christian, most of us, most of the, all genuine Christian, let me put it this way, every genuine Christian is, is longing for the things that God has to offer. And yes, there are points sometimes when because of the fallenness of the world, because being, we are being surrounded by fallen people, and because we still have this fallen body, there are times when we 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 fall short, okay, of obeying or walking the way the Holy Spirit is directing us. We hope we 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 do fall into that, and when the world see that, of course, they're gonna judge us as hypocrites. However, when a Christian gets to that place where they made a mistake, they're quick to repent. They're quick to own it. And to God, they know they've sinned against God, and they are quick to repent. They are broken. They, they are not just, like, brushing off, or oh, this is more like excuse themselves. No. That sin break them. They know they fail God. They know they fail themselves. They know they fail the, the whole body of Christ. So they are quick to repent. And another thing, Christian will not dwell into that sin because at the the moment you repent jesus cleans you from that mistake he wash you away from that sin and then put you back to the right track so you keep following that and as you grow and grow in him it is less and less sin you you'll be entertaining or less and less sin you'll be falling a trap um that the world will not obviously will not understand us because the world loves their sin. They call Jesus hypocrite. If they call the Son of God hypocrite, obviously they're going to call us hypocrites. So let me put this way, which I discover in the past few years of my Christianity. People don't like the idea of, of sin. The unregenerated mind, people who are not saved, even today when I'm witnessing to my friends who are not Christian, I mean, there are many people who have religion in them. But they think they can do better just being apart from Christ. That's what Jeff Dubin, Tubin, Tubin, yeah, think he can do. They think they can be better people apart from Christ. It's not happening. And this is what I'm telling all my friends. It's not going to happen. You cannot, within 24 hours of your life, you will sin multiple times, millions of times. Not millions, okay, I, I exaggerate, but hundreds of times or tens of times. You're going to sin within 24 hours. And imagine repeating that 
<laughs> day after day after day for the rest of your life. And every offense, God is recording it. But the moment you come to Christ, even though you make those mistakes, God already cleans you and forgave you. You will fall, but you are not even being counted an offender in the eyes of God. That's the privilege of being in Christ. So people who practice religion love their sins. And they think they can be good people on their own. They don't need Jesus. They can be good people on their own. Christians say you cannot be a good person on your own. You have to surrender to Jesus. That's the only way you will be able to be right. Not only with God, but also in your own life. As you live this life on a, on a fallen world, surrounded by fallen people and clothed with your fallen fresh. Um, so that's the life of a Christian. That is the life of a Christian. A Christian live in Christ. So the moment you come to Christ, you are no longer living in the world but you are living in Christ. And if you are living in Christ, then you will walk just as Christ walked. And it's going to take a lifetime to become perfect on the outside. But that's what we, we strive for. That's what is the goal. That is what we live for until the Lord come and change our lowly body. So I'm going to wrap it up here for now. Until next time, welcome to the family. If you haven't repented your sin, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, I beg you. I beg you to pray and ask the Lord to reveal himself to you. Ask him to show what I just said, the things I've said, if I saw. There is heaven to gain and hell to lose. And really, the difference that gonna make is the is your tongue. Confess with your with your mouth and believe with your heart that Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead and you'll be saved.